Welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. Well, hold on. We got to make sure what? he's red and I'm red. And oh, you nice. both got to be red in the head like a dick on okay. a dog. <laughs> Everybody's good. Are I'm you good? Red in the head like a dick on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Name an episode. Red in the head like a dick on a dog. <laughs> I'm going to start this like Mackenzie started the next se- uh, uh, segment. I <laughs> great ten. I don't word good sounds. Bobcat Goldway from uh... <laughs> uh, So we're good. Everybody good. Uh, we're good. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. We've got uh, another fun little episode here today. What? 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 Okay. Welcome to the Borders Outdoors podcast. I'm Seth. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, <laughs> here I thought I was moderating. Oh, oh I was, sorry. Yeah, I no. didn't know you wanted to change the whole dynamic. T- well, you, you, know ne- you, you run you, the show. Okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> this is Take your first. <laughs> Take three. It's his first time, okay? Okay. Okay. Welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. We got a little fun episode here today, so let's get right to it with some introductions. I'm Seth. I'm Mac. I'm Tim. I'm Scott. We got all four of us here today. Um, Scott is uh, videoing in from Wisconsin, as usual. We've got him on team so we can see him. He's either very good at ventriloquism or the screen's frozen. So Mac's going to work frozen. on that. Oh, okay, the screen froze cool. at like the most ideal moment with Tim laughing like a fucking hyena, and I think that's funny <laughs> as shit. So I'm 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 gonna take a picture, snap, and I uh, we'll hope the video comes back at some point. I don't know if it is or if it will or won't, but the video definitely froze. Perfect. That's uh, good. So I'm gonna take. Oh, we just lost. It. I was gonna say I was gonna take a picture of you too. Scott's dead. But, uh, <laughs> uh, not entirely sure when we're gonna air this episode. It's just kind of a fun one. So we're gonna see what we learn from everybody and just have a little fun and hit on all kinds of topics so i'm going to start it out with just some random questions and uh see what kind of uh information we can uncover from everybody so this is 20 questions basically 20 questions yeah round two okay we might not get to 20 let's see where it goes so i'm looking for quick stories i'm looking for quick opinions and that's the focus of this session everybody ready yep yeah okay tim let's start with you oh god no, I'm not ready. <laughs> no, this is super easy. <laughs> thinking back to your days in school, or did you ever go to college? No. Okay. So thinking back to your days in school, was there like a pervy or creeper teacher in school? <laughs> oh, yeah. Please use names. <laughs> no, I'm not using names. <laughs> well, we did have one that uh, he he was a German teacher, and we no longer t- have German in our class. In our schools anymore because he liked to hug girls tightly. Really? Yeah. Like very like, oh boy, that's yeah, yeah that's not not appropriate. And he lived two houses down from us when we had our first house, so no pretty way. cool. Yeah, that is hilarious. And I outstanding. When, when I was uh, uh, playing high school football, I was the center. His son was the quarterback. So I'm not so no sure way. how I feel about all this. Right now. <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a circle. It's, it's like a, a circle. <laughs> so I just got to ask, like the way you kind of said that, it sounds like the school just discriminates against all Germans now because of that. Nine. <laughs> Is that no Germans allowed now? <laughs> Mac, how about you? 
Um, yeah. Well, in my eyes, he was. He's an old, like, social studies teacher. Okay, so, okay. Like, I don't know, the way he looked, the way he dressed. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely looked like a creeper. Like, I, I so long ago. Like, Sure, sure. I, I can't remember, like, the fine details, but yeah. Okay. I definitely think that we had some somewhat of that. Okay. You never had to, like, you know, stay late to study? Or no. Okay, I well, was, that's good. I was a dumb-dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scotty, how about you? Any any uh, pervy or creeper teachers from back in class? Uh, yeah, but I liked it, and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, out of all people, I can't believe Seth would say this question because he was homeschooled. <laughs> three questions late. I was just After thinking I wrote we should... down question number three, I was like, why am I going to ask that pervy teacher when I was homeschooled? Like, yeah. yeah, we should have turned that one around on him. We should have. We should have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No, all my teachers were perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were all motherly figures to me. So. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay. Question number one off the books. Question number two. Anybody ever had a injury fishing? <laughs> yeah, I have. Let's hear it. Okay. So... I was out, um, let's see, our whole family went out to a small remote lake here around Wright County. Um, Wyatt and my mom actually ended up, we were all kayaking. That's what we were doing. We were out kayaking. And Wyatt and my mom headed to a different part of the lake. Actually, there's a, like a three-lake three, three lake chain. And they decided they're going to venture off. They're going to go a ways out. And um, so Jane, Addie, and myself were all on our own kayaks. And Addie wanted to go swim at the beach, so we we paddled towards that direction. Uh, Jane went with her. I kind of held back a little bit, and I was uh, fishing out of my kayak. And back then, this is when I think Wyatt he got a dock demon, little fishing rod, kind of you know three foot long or whatever it is, just okay. uh, something nice and short for that that kayak. I didn't have one yet, so I ended up taking one of my ice fishing rods and I'm casting with it. And uh, one of my casts took and landed one of my MEPs, a brand new MEPs, right in my back fat. Oh! Ouch! So, right so, in the back fat. Yes. So some, <laughs> somewhere actually, I think it was on my phone or Jane's phone, there is a picture of this hook in my back. It's a treble hook. One hook went into my back, and the picture is actually zoomed in enough to where <laughs> there's a fold in there and it looks like a butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> is it like in your love handle? Pretty close, yeah. Because oh. I was actually, I was oh. wearing a life jacket, which I don't really do a lot of in the kayaks. Usually I have one with me, but I'll have it down by my feet. And it was, it like hooked on my left hand side of my, my love handle. And yeah, I went to go cast and all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, oh. where'd my line go? It is oh. stuck in my back. So I, oh. I I paddled towards shore. Jane was already back there uh, watching Eddie swim at the beach. And uh, I'm trying to make this, this story short because um, we're going to fire through these oh, questions. But um, I walk up to I walk up to her <laughs> trying to get out of my, my kayak. And I, I walk up and I got the, my rod in my hand. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just hooked my back. <laughs> 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 so she's trying to get the hook out. It wasn't coming out, and a couple other people are starting to kind of come around. They're like, "What's going on?" She's like, "Oh, he hooked himself in the back," and everyone's looking. Oh my god, that's terrible! I'm like, "Take a picture. I want to see what the hell this thing looks like in my right. back." So she takes a picture, shows me. I'm like, 
It looks like my ass cheek. I can see a punch <laughs> <rack. laughs> Um, Brand new Meps hook, and she ended up having to take some guy's needle nose pliers and had to wire cutter on her, and she had to cut that one hook off. And ultimately, we had to paddle back to the other side of the lake, get in my truck, and go to the clinic and get this hook taken out of my back. Ooh. Well, all at the same time, Wyatt and my mom are on a whole nother lake, and we tried calling and texting. Nobody's answering. I'm like, well, screw it. We got to just go. So we wind up going to the, the clinic, and, yeah, he ended up uh, taking the hook out of my back. You know, he had to throw in some, a little bit of uh, Novocaine around yep. the area, numb it up. And he ended up feeding the hook all the way back through, you know, so he Ooh. went all the way in Ooh. with it and then yeah. back out. He had to pull it out because of the barb. Yeah. yeah. Because Jane was pulling it, trying to pull it back out, but she's like, every time she would pull it out a little ways, the barb would want to stick out in a different spot and it'll make its own way back out. Sure. She's Oof. like, it's stuck. She goes, yeah. Because right away, the first thing I asked her, I'm like, is it past the barb? And she goes, yeah, the barb's gone. I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yep. No. Yep. I just kept telling her, I'm like, just pull on the fucking thing. Get just this get thing out of my back. Oh, that would hurt. I got to say, that's got to be a bit of a reversal of roles. You asking the wife if it's all the way. <laughs> yeah, no. Three, three words that are on a man's ego. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> So that's that's one of my biggest injuries of uh, fishing. That's yep. a good one. That's yep. a good one. Maybe that's why I don't summer fish anymore. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't had uh, something like that happen. But I will do say, and people can probably are sick of me t- saying it, wear your fucking sunblock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, oh, you had a burn or two? Oh, I had a lot of burns on my back, and I had to go in and get uh, a mole removed, and now I have a huge fucking gash in my back. Nice. And it's a bitch. Gash. And I would <laughs> said gash. Well, and that's, that's the thing. He said it looks like a butt crack, so I sent a picture of it, and I sent it to you guys. Yep. And the first thing my dad says, it looks like a sideways vagina. <laughs> 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 because it's like a big six-inch gash. Like, like you saw it upstairs, right? It's just like this big, huge line, like right in the middle of my freaking back. And I was like, <laughs> if I would have known, I would, if I would have worn sunblock, how many times, and not have to deal with all this bullshit, right? I would have wore sunblock. Oh yeah, there you go. Little so that's that's about my my worst of my fishing is just keep getting. I kept getting sunburn all the freaking time. Nice, nice, Scott. No, this is literally the worst thing that ever happened to me. Is. These guys just ruined fishing and vaginas for me in like five years. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No fishing injuries. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think I, nothing of any significance. One of the funnier things I ever saw was three of us were fishing on a boat I used to have. And my buddy Brett was up front. My brother Austin went to whip a, uh, Rapala out there and, uh, you know, just one of them standard Rapala chartreuse with an orange belly and treble hook on the front and back. And he whipped in. Whatever happened, the veil closed or something. That thing freaking came whipping back and smacked Brett in the back. He was shirtless, you know. Smacked him. Right away, we're like, oh, frick, he's hooked. But he wasn't. But then right in his, like, pink sunburn was this perfect, like, wealth <laughs> of the lure. I mean, a perfect stamp of that Rapala. So that was pretty funny. That's, that's probably the only one that comes to mind, but it wasn't me. So, okay. Uh Scott, let's start your direction quick. You ever been busted by the DNR? Like, maybe you just got checked, but were you ever busted and like, oh, I didn't have a license or I didn't do this or, you know, anything like that? Uh, no. 
I don't, I, I don't believe I ever have. I have had run-ins with the DNR, but I've always been uh, uh, compliant, I guess. I, nice. I have never had, uh, no, that, that, is that abnormal? Have you? Uh, no, uh, I have. I, so I have had a, you know, I've talked to him. Did you argue with him? Uh, no, no, sir. He, uh, uh, the rules say, if you look at page <laughs> 78, line four. No, he just asked. You're using last year's manual, sir. <laughs> he just asked if you can have bonfires. Yes. When you're <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he took me to jail. No, uh, no so uh, my grandparents used to live on a lake out uh, uh, west of here ways. And duck hunted it all my life, right? So. Probably I was 16 or 17 Been hunting out there for years. The water was a little lower this year. And, and long story short, there was a different part of their shoreline that we've always wanted to hunt. And uh, I looked up and we built this floating duck blind. So we got a bunch of 55 gallon drums and built a platform on top of them. And I mean, it was a sweet floating duck blind went into their like bull rushes off their point and, you know, put a couple posts in the sand. It was a nice sandy point there. And, way up in the vegetation but now when the water comes back up it'll just float we'll be good and uh so that was step one put that out there a couple weeks before the season and then the day before no the morning of opener because this was back when you couldn't shoot till noon yeah i was out there about nine o'clock in the morning and uh and i was brushing in the remainder of the blind and oh here comes the dnr they're in a canoe two two officers come rolling up morning morning yeah y'all ready for the opener yep yep and they proceeded to inform me that it was in the water, so that's public land, public vegetation. And on opening morning, you, you weren't at that time allowed to construct a blind more than an hour before shooting time on, on public land, which that technically was. I had that thing out there for weeks. They saw that thing weeks in advance, so they knew right away they're going to get somebody that, mm-hmm. that morning. Here's the cool thing. They told me right then, they said, we could make you pull it out right now. This isn't a legal blind. But I tell you what, you can have it here the rest of the season. If anybody gets here before you someday, they they can have it. Like it's public property. Go ahead and use it all season, but at the end of the season, pull it out of here. So that was really cool. But they did give me a hundred and ten dollar ticket for really, yeah, for for constructing a blind before season technically. So Oof. yeah, so that was kind of interesting. That was uh, that was my only oopsie with the DNR where and it was they, illegal. So and that blind is still out there. Um, no, no, that blind's gone now. So uh, that that floating one I pulled out. The other one oh. we had a wooden one built up on dry land on an island. Oh, and and oh, that was the other thing. So that one, maybe oh no, the water was high that year. That's what it was. Because in the other blind which we had built on dry land on this island, the water had come up, and the front two legs of it were in the water. And so they told me, "Is that your blind over there?" I'm like, "Yep, absolutely, it is." They go, "We know the water's up. Technically, it's in the water. So that's we could find you for that one too, but we're not going to do that. Just do us a favor." If you don't want to have the same issue, just pull it back up, you know, a couple of feet. So that's what we did with that one. Oh, so they okay. were super cool about it, but I did get a fine. I did break the law. <laughs> I'm, I'm naughty. So is that Seth? Is that why you are so uh, apt to now read the rules and everything? It, like cue the Rocky <laughs> training sequence. As soon as you got busted, you started reading like a madman to make sure you never get busted again. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. <laughs> we did it <laughs> where's your hat you know it probably, it probably is part of it because when they came up i was kind of, i was like oh i'm good i'm not you know i'm yeah. on private shoreline i'm on this i'm on that i thought i was good well no if you read it this is what it actually says so yeah that's probably part of it like ooh, don't want that to happen again so whatever 
Kenny, have you ever so, been busted? I haven't, but I've been with someone who has. Ooh. So we were out on Pelican. Yeah. Duck hunting. And uh, we had, I can't remember how many people, but uh, we were Mitch's boat. And we knew DNR's there all the time. So we had new people coming out. I think it was like my mom or and maybe even Margaret. And we went to Walmart. And there isn't any life jackets there, blah, blah, blah. So we're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like we've, we've looked. Like we can't find any life jackets. It's two in the morning, whatever. And then we went um, out. We went out hunting, came back in, DNR's sitting there. Yep. Well, what's funny is like the day before <clears throat> that we were out hunting, we had two boats and Mitch was in his own boat and I was in my boat and he didn't have a life jacket. So we threw him a life jacket like in front of the access. And okay. We went in and we're like, oh yeah, we're all good with life jackets, tech your plug, you know, all that shit. And then they look at Matt and I and Mitch and they go, well, next time make sure he has one in his boat <laughs> before you come in. Oh, yeah. Right? I was like, okay, you know, Fair whatever. Enough, yep. So then the next day we went out and we didn't have enough life jackets. Oh. And we're in waiters. Was it the same guys? It was the same, it yep. was the same DNR officer. So we came in, check our plugs. Yep, you're good, you're good. And he's like, let me see your life jackets. And <laughs> Mitch looks at him and goes, yeah, we don't have enough. Yep. Like we, we went to Walmart. You know, whatever. Like we couldn't find any. We knew, like I. Oh, you like, naughty! You know, he he fessed up right sure, away. Yeah, tell him the truth. Yeah. Then the guy, I think we were like two short or three short, and Holy I think shit, I think he, of... I think he wrote him a ticket for one. Okay. And oh. I I don't know how much it was. Right. But he's like, okay, well, you're however many short, so I'm just gonna write you a ticket for the one next time you come out. Make sure you have. Don't go to Walmart at two in the morning. Right. Like make go sure like, you yeah. know, make sure you have enough life jackets. So it was shitty, but yep. they have a job to do. So like oh, exactly. the same thing, like you got a ticket, but he got one and he paid it and he kind of just. Yeah. And it could have been worse. And I mean, you guys knew, knew the rules. So we yeah. knew we were in yeah. the wrong. Yep. And like, there've always been DNR officers there. And we're like, maybe we'll get lucky again. <laughs> yep. But no, we didn't. Or he didn't, I should say. Sure. Timbo? I had a close call. <laughs> um, this is back when I was I was in my teenage years, and I grew up right on a lake. And a uh, bunch of us high school kids were out on a lake ice fishing, and a DNR stopped out there. I had my license; all that stuff was good to go. But I had a thriller out there that didn't have a, a current tag on it. Oh, okay. But my buddies. Uh, Rottweiler was actually tied to the back of my three-wheeler. What? <laughs> just, just to kind of keep him on a leash, you know, because he'd like to run. And it's a Clark so, Griswold situation. Yeah, yeah it's not. Yeah. We, we didn't make him run for miles and miles. And, yeah, look at the set on him. Yeah, it wasn't on Edna's dog or anything like that. Um, so no, we're we're out there getting checked, and we we all had our. Our licenses, everything there was good. The only thing was my freaking thriller didn't have a, a current tag. Okay. And he started checking everything, you know, check license, that's good. Checking um, tags on three-wheelers, snowmobiles, four-wheelers, whatever was out there. And he started walking around the backside of my, my three-wheeler. My buddy's Rottweiler came around the corner and growled at him. 
And he's like, well, everything else is good out here. I'm sure that one's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a nice day. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, I usually I don't bring a four-wheeler out there on the lake now oh, <laughs> unless that's... it's up to date on tabs. <laughs> or unless but... you get a Rottweiler tied in. <laughs> 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 right? Right? <laughs> So, yeah, it's just a close call, but funny. lay down and let him rub your belly. We'll have him rub your belly. My my brother got busted once, Travis, so if you listen to previous episodes, he's the one that dropped the uh, the missile in the <laughs> swirly tub. But uh, anyways, so uh, he got busted once because he was younger. He just had his driver's license, wanted to go goose hunting. Yeah. So he grabbed the shell decoys, and he went out to some public land, uh, in the Annandale area, and he set up all of the decoys on a on a big section. Um, there's like a lake and, a, and another big marsh, and in the middle there's some woods with a, a decent little hill and a bunch of CRP on it, and the grass had all laid down flat from s- some storms. So he just laid all the decoys there and hoped to kind of do some pass shooting and stuff. And uh, he had steel shot. He, you know, He's like, oh, I got steel shot, so I'm legal, yep. you know. Uh, DNR came up and busted him. It's illegal to hunt waterfowl over CRP. Yeah. I don't really? Know. really? Yeah, I don't know if anybody knew that or not, but yeah, you can't hunt waterfowl, huh. uh, like intentionally hunt waterfowl, like with decoys, like he was doing over CRP. So I didn't, I didn't know that. Huh. He, so he told me, yeah, I just got a $160 ticket or whatever it was. It, and- it's weird that every time you deal with the DNR, it's never under $100. No, no. It's it's an expensive fine. Yeah. But I don't maybe do they go does it go on your record like a speeding ticket? It does. I don't know if it does or not. So I mean some of the more egregious ones, because there's there's certain ones that oh, yeah. would be considered a misdemeanor or a felony. Yeah, they so, take your truck or your boat, they're gonna know about yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna know about those ones, yeah. but like, you know. And I think that's like if you shoot over if you shoot over your limit, fish over your limit, or if you're drunk hunting. Right. That's oh, when yeah, you'll that's really like you really fucked up. Absolutely. Like, don't be stupid. Right. right. Let's hit on this one quick. I think we might have asked this the last time, but it's just a fun one to talk about. I encourage all the listeners to think about it themselves. <laughs> what is your dream hunt? Or Scott, I know you're not a giant hunter. Maybe you have a dream like fishing trip. That sounds like fun. So I'll just go first. Doll sheep. I think if it's real close between a doll sheep and just a Rocky Mountain bighorn sheep, but Something about the, the pure white fur and the terrain of doll sheep up in the Yukon or something or British Columbia. That's probably my dream hunt with a bow. Okay, I was going to say with a bow with or a, bow. a rifle. Yeah, bow for sure. That's mine. Timbo, you got one? Yeah, I got to go with uh, wild hogs. Yeah, what? At a helicopter? Uh, yes. No! <laughs> Actually, I, I was going to say wild hogs on a helicopter. <laughs> with like... Cut off jean shorts and a muscle shirt? Like, you just want to go full yeah. on redneck with this Fuck thing? Fuck yeah, why not? No, I, <laughs> no, it's something I always talked about doing is, yeah, I'd like to go down to Texas and, and hunt a wild hog. Yeah, I think, yeah. It'd be, I think it'd be fun because there it's you're hanging out with other guys, camaraderie, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You don't have to sit there and be super quiet, yep. sitting in a deer stand. It just sounds like a... You're on a mission. Yeah, like, it sounds like a blast. Sure. So... Like you were there, and Scott, you were there. Remember when we went to Arizona? It was my 16th birthday. How long was ago? Javelinas the were Havelinas, running around. Yeah, yep. so it's like a wild boar. Yeah. And I was at the time I was on the phone talking to my girlfriend in high school, and I'm sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, I was like, "What in the fuck is that?" And here's a javelina, and it came right up to me, and I yep. had shorts on because <laughs> yeah. it was like spring break. It <laughs> yeah, was, they're not it was, super big. It anything. was hot as hell. And this thing walks up to me, 
sniffs my leg. Like, what? and I can feel it's like whiskers and hair on my leg. Okay. And I look at him and said, Akuna Matata. <laughs> yeah, right? And, and then all of a sudden, it this thing boogied. Like, it just <laughs> ran off. Yeah. Like, it was right here. Like, I could have choke slammed it. And I was like, what in the? And then all of a sudden, I went in, and my I don't know if Jane was there or Margaret, but my mom, I know she was there. And she said, I came in there, and my eyes were just giant. <laughs> because I'm like, uh, 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 those little animals. Maybe that's, maybe that's why I can't talk anymore is because of that time. But And I told them about what happened. So then I remember Matt, Mitch, and Marshall and I, we grab flashlights. <laughs> and we go out, and we start going after them. And not far from this timeshare or whatever we were renting, there was, like, a huge den of them. What the And heck? you could see them all walking, and then, like... You'd see, like, the mom. And There's the- one that was sniffing me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, no, there was, like, 40 of them. They're all over. And then all of a sudden you see, like, the little piglets, like, just above. You could just see them barely walking. That's crazy, dude. And I'm like, I want to go back and I want to shoot them. <laughs> 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 like, I, the thing came right up to me. And then That's I wild. didn't know what they were. That's I didn't wild. hear about wild boars or javelinas. Yep. And like, they're Javelinas yep. or whatever they are. I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, if that thing would have bit you, you would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, all the shit they got in their mouth, Mm -hmm. you would have got, like, an infection for sure. Oh, yeah. You think that sideways butt crack on your back's bad? (laughs) (laughs) Rotten leg from a pig bite. Oh, yeah. My bad. Uh, What about your dream hunt? My dream hunt would be to go up with, like, in the Yukon with Shockey. Oh, and yeah. go for a bull moose with a bow. That's a great one. That's a great one. That would. That's my number one bucket item is a moose did with I a tell bow. You, did I ever tell you what it costs? A lot. I, I looked it up. So this doesn't include your flight or your, I don't believe this includes your flight or cost to get meat back and forth. And I don't think this included your tag. 90% sure it didn't include your tag. And it was fourteen grand last yeah. time oh, I looked it so up. So you're talking probably a good twenty grand, easily at least. I'd say twenty five. If you can, like, you've seen videos of those things are so, like, they're almost dumb. Like they're they're blind, right? And how those guys just sit there and with their hand Rawr. on the side yeah. of their head and smacking against the tree, and they and they just walk right up yeah. to you. They hold a paddle <laughs> over their head to look like a moose. Yeah, like, and it's and it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those with the bow I've seen. I think it was Bull Madness. One of the old guys went up to Alaska, mm-hmm. either Yukon or Alaska. I'd like to go, and they shot one with a bow with a rage and the yep. gash, and that thing didn't even run like fucking sixty yards, oh, and it was dead. Be sweet, little tiny arrow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Well placed shots, all it needs. I got a spot on the entryway wall where I told the old lady, I said, "That's where a bull's gonna go," and she goes, "Okay, then shoot one." I was like, <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, fourteen friend. grand. Oh, that's some just, pretty expensive right? moose knuckle. Let's get like three right? credit cards and let's just start swiping. <laughs> yep, Scott, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna cheat. Okay, if I could do that. That's fine. Uh, because I I don't have a dream hunt or even a dream fishing trip i mean some of it sounds fun but sure. i don't dream about it i whatever um but if i had a dream trip um i would climb mount rainier Ooh, Ooh. nice i was gonna say or hiking when he said fishing sure yeah he, scott's yeah, definitely w- likes to hike right right you can climb mount rainier it's i it, i remember when i first looked into it 10, 15 years ago and thinking it was so expensive. And now, like, comparatively, it's, you know, $1,200, $1,500. It's not bad. 
Yep. But it's basically a two-day deal. You go halfway up and you go to camp and then you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and you hit the summit by noon and then you come down. And I thought, that sounds fucking badass. I want to do that. And I've never been in good enough shape to even consider it. So uh, if I uh, if I can keep at it with the gym, I guess that would be something I'd like to do. Awesome. Well, I, fingers a, crossed you make it happen, man. That'd be freaking sweet. Are you going to have a rainier beer? After you, <laughs> <laughs> on top of the your tastes like piss, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is like the Schmidt's beer of Minnesota. It does not the taste that of good. Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, let's start with you with this one, Scott. Oh, good. would you rather go on a solo camping trip or a solo fishing or hunting trip? Camping. Okay, Mac. Hunting. Hunting trip, so okay. Yep. Tim, that's a toss up. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be ice fishing too. Yeah, it can, yeah. It can ice be fishing. Any, any of the. Yeah, I was gonna say you just take your new, brand new ice castle and. Mm-hmm. Oh God! If I could spend a week in that by myself, oh shit. See, there you go. A lot pretty, of sold. A lot of right? masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a one big masturbator. <laughs> oh man, boy, that's a really tough one. Like, in the right environment and and. Oh man, solo, Wait, no, solo it, camping trip would be awesome, but the solo you're so hunting, hunting. Trip, like yeah. you're you because yeah. hunting is it's a version of camping to me. Like it would be a version of a camping trip at the same time, only with all the like well, I guess grind of a hunt. So, you've kind of already gone on solo hunting trips. Yeah, I am. I, I have. I mean, but like I, I when I when I think of it, I think of like a four or five day where I haven't seen anybody else, kind of solo, like. Like, I haven't driven into town for fresh ice or, you know what I mean? Like so, badass Ross that goes to the Boundary Waters yeah. in the wintertime by himself. Yep. Well, and his dog. Right. And sleeps in a tent at 20 below. Yeah, what crazy. a freak, huh? Yeah. So he's like a frozen burrito. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's serious. Okay, so I apologize to any of our female listeners, but men have, men have different tastes. So here we go. Mac, we're starting with you. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) You got to pick one. All right. You don't have to elaborate if you don't want to. And remember, this is a family show, but Britney Spears or Pamela Anderson? Well, of my generation, I do uh, Britney Spears hands down. Okay. Sounds good. You, you, by the way, this question you can think of current ones, past ones, any version, any version yeah, of yeah, Britney any, Spears. Okay. I'm okay with. Okay. <laughs> now, Sounds if you would have said Britney Spears or Jessica Simpson, like Daisy Duke, Justice Simpson, that would have been a hard. question. That would have been a hard question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Timbo. Baywatch, man. Gotta go, gotta go Pamela <laughs> right? Anderson. Right. Slow motion. Hands down. Red swimsuit. Scott. Oh, I'm doubling up. I'm taking both, Seth. I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> Uh, both of them at the same time, baby. <laughs> Pam can come running down the beach slow while I'm hitting Brittany one more time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's awesome, man. That's a tough one because, yeah, I remember watching Baywatch as a kid and just being like, "No, I, I literally love her. Like, <laughs> I love Pamela, and I know we could be happy together." But she never had any milk running down her face. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! Oh, I'm sure she oh did. I'm sure she yeah, did. No, her, her and Tommy's time, yeah. video, yeah. Her <laughs> Tommy's video. Um, but man, there's there was nothing like Britney Spears, like that MTV, oh. those music videos, and like, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears was freaking awesome. Bow, yeah. Bow. 
To, to this yeah, day, yeah, when yeah, that yeah, song yeah, comes yeah. on, I just get all jacked up. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Karaoke <laughs> uh, like, You outdoors. played with my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost in the game. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good. I'm I'm actually just really happy somebody picked Pamela. Okay. Oh, if I actually fucks. had to pick, I would pick Pam. You take Pam before she got all the plastic. Holy fuck, was she hot. <laughs> <laughs> Remember her on Tool Time? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was, she was, she was the original Heidi. Yeah, she was the... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, can, I can say it because my middle name is actually Alan. So oh, there you go. Wait, wait. Tim Allen? Uh, uh, what? You're Alan? Tim You're Alan? I'm Alan. And I'm Alan? We got so, Tim Allen, but I just realized he's Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. <laughs> oh, my head just gonna explode, and he does a great impression. <laughs> this is awesome. I know who he's going for is Halloween. Uh, oh, that's awesome, man. I, I from now on, I'm just gonna sit here and go. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> that's okay, Al. Uh, okay, uh, let's go this route. What's everybody's favorite reading material? You know, I guess I'm thinking of like outdoor themed or version, but it can be whatever, man. Like, what's your? Does it have to be reading, or like, can you like? I mean, I'd like it to be, but but Audible's fine. Audible's okay. totally cool. It's all for fun. So I I don't know if I have my heart dead set on something. I'm still like I I'm not a fan of reading stuff like on a computer screen. So I still love like the outdoor news or like a yeah. physical paper. And I'd I'd probably say the outdoor news. That's probably what I read the most. Second would be some type of, of magazine. For a while, I was really, really into the fur fishing game magazines. Um, here in the Midwest, they've got them. They, a lot of cool and interesting information in those, but that's me. I guess, yeah, to go on that point, I guess we should just say reading material, like just reading. Sure. Because I had listened to a bunch of different fucking books. <laughs> Hey Ricky, are you, were you going to say something with a lot of pictures, or like, <laughs> why are you asking? That book's got a lot of pictures. Oh yeah, yep. And it's got a movie that Scott has left here. Oh, that's the old guy, Dick Brennecke. Yep. Yeah, yeah. One man's wilderness. Yeah. First of all, yeah, Dick Brennecke, One Man's Wilderness, the Channel Two special. So, it's, it's a quick side story. I think for Christmas last year. My wife just got it for me out of the blue, like the DVD. Out, uh, it's like one of my. She find it at Mackenzie's house. Is she it fucking mine? <laughs> it's I left there a year no, ago. You, yeah, but you only left like part one or part two. I left part one. Part one. So I haven't seen part. Now two. part two is lonely. Oh, I have to because I know there's a later one where they kind of revisit and go back with him, but he's yeah. a little older. But part if, one's the best. Part yeah. one's the best. Yeah. If you ever want to feel in. Him making sufficient as a man. Yeah. Yeah. Making his own cooking door tools. Hin- the yeah. door hinges yeah. and window hinges. It's like, what the fuck? How did you, how's your brain even wired to see that, that yeah. trunk do that? Anyways. Yeah. Look it up. everybody. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say the only book that I've ever read personally is that book. Really? Yeah. I don't read books. I, sure. I can't read. So that, that <laughs> like, that is the only book that has actually kept me interested in the things like I've, I've read that out in glacier. I've read that in all the trips. I always bring that book with, and I finished it on the different national parks and stuff that we cool, got. man. So that I'd say one man wilderness. Nice. I like it. Tim, how about you? I'm an imbecile. I can't read either. Sure. Well, I honestly, we know that. I, Seth made fun of you that one day. <laughs> what did I say? I can't. We were, uh, when we did like a, <laughs> oh, we no, did like a I FaceTime do. like meeting for border 
and Tim, you read something that you had written down. And, <laughs> Seth, and Seth's like, well, good thing that, you know, you don't talk like you read because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was something like, I was like, oh, man, who Sam? Like, Jesus. Could talk about, like, was Tim was talking about talking about how your wife says, is it in yet? I'm pretty sure what Seth said to you was worse. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tim. Just fucking fun. No, I I grew up before the the the, the days of boy can't talk. Either. <laughs> no, I grew up before the days of uh, ADHD. So yeah, I I can't read shit. Sure. I, I'll start reading a book. I'll read you a paragraph. Shit. I can't fucking remember what I just said or yep. what I just read. I'm just the way I am. Sure, you, you I should can see that. Take that book home. I might have to try that because actually I've attempted a few books. Um, of course, back in high school, I had to read Where the Red Fern Grows or some shit Ooh, like that. Yeah. I did read that one, um, but I've tried stuff that like super interests me. Like I actually read the Dale Earnhardt Jr. biography. Oh, really? yeah. I got like four pages left. I just, I'm like, I can't finish it. I'm done. Sure, sure. Just give up. Yeah. But <laughs> and, and I've heard like a lot of things on, you know, with like the whole phones and stuff having that now. Yep. That like you're not supposed to have like phones an hour before bed or whatever because it fucks up your sleep because right. of the blue light. Right. And they they revert back to go back to like Christmas Vacation where he's got the magazine and he's got the pictures uh, stuck to his hand. They're like go back to books or go back to magazines. And even if you only read a paragraph or two or whatever a page, it'll help you sleep better. Right. So like I've tried to do that haven't really stuck with it but it is very interesting when it, you can like actually read before you go to right. bed and a couple times that i've done it i do feel better it does work i'm telling i keep my outdoor news by the bed and then don't get me wrong there's a ton of nights where i'm like oh i'm just gonna scroll on this till i fall asleep there's definitely a difference from the nights that you read a couple paragraphs or a little article on something i'm not saying read for an hour yeah i mean and five minutes laying in bed you get sleepy fast reading, mm-hmm. you know Scott, yeah. how about you? Uh, well, I hate to stick with a the theme, but uh, I'm not a reader. Uh, okay. I can't, I can't sit and pay attention long enough. When I was in high school, I learned that if I read the first page and last two pages of every chapter, I could pass any test uh, <laughs> on the book. Uh, because, because they basically kind of summarize everything within all that. Hmm. Um, and so I never really got around to reading. I was a big comic book guy. Uh, I don't do that really anymore. Uh, but I'll tell you what, if I had a favorite thing to read there, I used to read a magazine called out outside, outside magazine. I stopped getting it cause it's a bunch of dirty lib shit now, but <laughs> I, uh, at the time I used to get it and they would always have like one article of like one page of here's this guy's story about shit that went really bad. Oh, hey, yeah. I was out on a hike and I got lost and a bear ate one of my legs and I fucking <laughs> dragged myself to a cabin. And I'd sit and read it and be like, holy shit. And that's as far as my attention span goes. So if I had to pick one, little one-page articles and outdoor magazines about shit that goes wrong. That would <laughs> nice. be it. You would like the uh, Meat Eater Campfire Stories book on Audible. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's actually it's in my little queue. I just have to finish up. I'm trying to quote unquote read blue ocean strategy. Oh, what a fucking boring dry ass thing that is. So, uh, is that? as soon as that's done, it's a business book. Oh, okay. Uh, um, 
as soon as that's done, I'm going to go to Campfire Stories before I go back to another Travis McGee novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I listened to that on the way out to Montana this last summer. Yep. And Mariah, when she was awake and sleeping and awake, and she would, like, listen to bits and pieces of it. And that's what exactly what it is, is these people that have horror stories, like this guy was guiding for a fishing trip. And he thought he could make it to the other shoreline, and oh, he didn't. And he remembers sitting in the water, and like the guy is telling the story firsthand, so obviously he survived. Right. But he said the one thing that he remembered when he was sitting in the water, and he was literally drowning, of his it was his wife. Yep. And the last things, because she didn't want him to go on this hunt, and all this shit. And he remembers just like this is it. Mm-hmm. And he's like getting choked up talking about it. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a rock hits his foot. What? And he grabs this rock and is able to get to shore. Like, what? And, and like there's other a bunch of other stories of this chick that fell. Like, I don't know, like kind of like uh, your buddy um, who Chris fell. Gaines, Chris Gaines. Or- or what Chris, name? Uh, Chris Gaines. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> it was Chris Gaines. Uh, Country singer. No, he just got his hair dirty and sang pop tunes. What, what's his nickname? Like uh, the epic Chris the ep- Rand. The epic Chris Rand. Chris, Chris Rand. Like how this chick fell when she was hiking in the mountains, and yep. how she's supposed to die, and somehow they, they found her, and like. Just all this traumatic, and it's like, it makes you think twice about going. I know like, hiking that stuff or hunting. Can that stuff can and happen. Bear stories, and like you guys wonder why I'm fucking scared of going out. Yeah, but you think a coyote's or... gonna eat you? <laughs> no, he thinks Sasquatch is gonna get him. Dude, dude there oh, is one dude. in the freaking woods, not far from here. Dude. Like, like I don't care what people say, and yeah, I've had a lot of beers, but like the the noises I made. Sound just like the noises from the podcast, the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch Chronicles. Like I'm not kidding you. Like something was fucking following me, and I just read something like saying I don't read, but I did literally just read something about how someone around here in where we hunt has had the similar shit happen to him. Okay, and if you ever want to watch a series, it's on uh, Amazon Prime called Four One One Missing. That sounds creepy as f. It's all these hunters randomly fucking disappear i don't want to i I don't want to hear about that watch it it is so weird like this guy goes out with his family on their big normal like it was in maine or some shit and they go up and they go on their big hunting camp and his dad hunts on this rock every year a hundred yards from the road and all of a sudden one year he's gone just gone his rifle is Mm -hmm. there Oh, no, he, he just literally disappeared. That's Maybe creepy. Aliens. Have, oh, that, yeah, and that, and that is aliens. The, and that's literally the the story is about aliens and how like these guys in Yosemite National Forest or National Park that they used to go up in the mountains and these horses and they have <laughs> they have uh, <laughs> have like these videos of like Bigfoot and like these animals like they had to get in this hut that they built in a tree like hollowed out a fucking tree (laughs) and all of a sudden these noises of like apes and like this shit you had to be in this tree at this time otherwise then these creatures come out and make all these freaking noises and they have video of it and there's a book from how many years or they all write in like a journal every 
and it's the same thing every year. Creepy man. Yeah, don't watch that crap. And You'll like this guy went, up, went hunting in Montana and he went missing. He'd been hunting there for years and years. Sure. And then all of a sudden he goes on this path and gets lost. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but but, but, but could get him. But his shoes, they've been looking for him forever. Then all of a sudden his shoes show up. <laughs> Look overlooking of a town perfectly stashed like he took him off and set him <laughs> and set him down with like a granola bar wrapper on top never found him like the stupid like not stupid but like just the weirdest shit that is super weird but at the same time you think a freaking alien decided to drop his shoes and granola bar off when they're well it could have been bigfoot could have been an alien could have been whatever i'm just saying <laughs> there is something not far from here that there's a reason why it's called the scientific area <laughs> some all? alien kid brought home a human and mom was like take it back and he's like well i already ate him we'll take back what's left <laughs> well, it's just a granola bar wrapper and some shoes i said take it back <laughs> well i'm not saying i'm uh, like you guys can think what you want like yeah i have okay. my reasons sure, of sure. being a little creeped out and like you like everyone's had that oh, creep yeah. out moment in the woods stuff. yes and i'm just saying it's it's never what we think it is well it could be you it's, never know it's i think the real big, shit but... is scary enough i don't yeah think yeah well, that's know, the thing is, you, you getting eaten by a fucking bear is scary enough. I don't need to pretend it's Bigfoot. It's well, a bear fucking bear is scary enough. It's a black bear. It's not a grizzly bear in Minnesota. My name's Seth. <laughs> oh, but a black bear won't eat you. They're just aggressive and want to kill you. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I don't care what they do after I'm dead. Going back on that, there's a book. So the first time we went to National uh, Glacier National Park, there's a book called Night of the Grizzlies. It's a true story on how one night I listened to it on Audible. How one night there was like all these different grizzly attacks. Really, and, all the same and like, night. All the Creepy. same night, and this this one kid had a uh, story about how his dad was in the tent with him, and his dad got drug out, like uh, oh, that so that uh, um, what's his name from? Oh, what the hell is his name from Top Gun? Ice, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Val Kilmer. The, the story with the lions or yeah. whatever, the darkness, the how darkness. They, they pull people out. That's yep. the first thing I pictured. And how his dad got pulled out. And all of a sudden, I hear his dad screaming and then nothing. Oh, because that is grizzly, so cause, Because up, grizzly man. bears bury their prey and they come back to eat it. That's so and in gla- yeah. Glacier, like we, we didn't have any idea what this story was, and we went. And you're and, listening to this on your way out there? No, we were camped. We already camped, and on the way back <laughs> at like the whatever house the game or the park ranger yep. place we got a uh, junior park ranger badge we, we, we took a we took a pledge i took a pledge uh mom and mariah and i took a pledge we, i have it in my truck it's a little badge junior park I ranger i promise to read all the fish and regulations no it was about it was about littering and there's a book there so i looked it up and i got it on audible and we listened to it on the way home we're like oh fuck <laughs> that is interesting like, but just creepy like i don't know if it was the moon or whatever but right. like all of a sudden these Grizzly bears just went nuts. That's so cool. And just well, killed like 10 people. What a scary night of the Grizzlies. Ken's, I, mean, I appreciate all this, but honestly, you just changed this to border indoors. I'm going to become an unknown. <laughs> no, right? Well, and that's the thing is people don't know is that Glacier National Park has the most grizzly bears per capita than anywhere in the world. That's crazy. Hmm. That is crazy. And so, we were all Seth and I saw time. one. What were you doing at that time? Uh, probably. Fuck it or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It was right before the no, wedding. No, it was before his wedding, and 
You guys didn't do that before you got married. <laughs> we got did a lot of stuff before oh, we got geez. married. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I figured meanwhile, Scott's halfway across the road, like, it ain't that close, it oh. ain't that close, until he pulls his camera down. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> that's, <close. laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite stories. Uh, it's it's oh, shit! <laughs> Dude, it was nuts when you get, when we, okay, never mind. Go, go on to your next question, otherwise we go on this forever. It can go on and on. Oh, yeah. yeah. David Hunt and Fishing Show. Guy, I always really liked the well, Drury Outdoors. Well, we didn't ask Tim the last question. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. The reading thing. I said I can't read. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Then you went off on your freaking alien and Bigfoot tangent. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, favorite hunting show? I always liked the Drury Outdoor videos. They teamed up with Outdoor Life way back in the day, and my mm-hmm. dad bought me like all their VHS tapes. Loved them. They hunted in stands, but they just become way more... Hey, we own 900,000 acres in Missouri, and we got box blinds, and I just can't relate to them anymore. So yeah. I, I still like some of their crew members and some of their product, but, like, overall, I don't know if I have, like, a current favorite. Probably Randy Newberg with all the Western hunting stuff. Mm, I don't know. That's me. Tim? Border Outdoors podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your information and your outdoor needs right here. Everything I you like need it. right here. No, I I don't know. I really haven't been much to to watch the the hunting and fishing shows, yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There's a comedian I listen to. He actually jokes about watching fishing shows, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." And then you go through, roll, roll through the credits, and you got the guy that he's like the editor, and he's like, "What? What does that guy do?" Right. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a big fish, a big a big scary fish. Oh no, wait, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> it's actually a pretty funny bit, but anyway, no, I I've never really gotten much into watching them. Okay, yeah. Mac? I have two, Lee and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. I, I like the stuff that they have. And then I'm completely drawing a mate, uh, name blank. On the fishing guy, he's um, Northland Tackle. Uh, complete dad. He's got a shit ton of videos. Uh, That's like rep by Fleet Farm or something for the longest it time? It could or? be. I, I should... his first name Bill or something? I'm trying to think. No, it's not Bill. I'm sure people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay. I'll I'll come back. I'll tell you the name, but you can go on to Scott. Okay. Scott, you got anything you like to watch? Yeah, whatever's on like Sunday morning, like you turn on TV and that channel that you never turn on because it's like local access. And then it's like just some random jackass and people. I don't know. I don't know what the name of the shows are, but there's always shows that are like local and it's like sponsored by you know, the 76 station, <laughs> Oh yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then, but then it's always a guy who's like in a lake that's close. And sure. uh, I always watch those like Sunday morning, I'll turn them on. And then, you know, like that gets done and old girl garage is on and, you know, old grill garage. Old no, girl. there's, there's, there's like a, another channel. That's uh that's all like car stuff. And, and I, that was a joke because it's okay. always on. There's one called all girl garage. And, oh, gotcha. uh, like, like I'm turning it on to, to watch the chicks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is that's local. Uh, I like that low ba- horrible production, whatever. Just some local thing with a couple of idiots. I don't know. I like that. OK, right on. Hey, Scott, uh, let's go with what's an outdoor memory you have from when you were a kid? An outdoor memory I had from when I was a kid. Yep. I was actually locked in a basement for the first 17 years of my life. Stuff. <laughs> sure. Uh, fair I never enough. saw the sun. 
Oh um, no! Yeah, that's that explains story. it. That explains Making it. Peanut you butter dragons and <laughs> you pasty mother effort. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I was maybe ten years old, um, uh, my dad took me snowmobiling. Like I'd never, like we never went anywhere. We never went fishing. We did, you know, we went camping. I mean, my parents were awesome, and we did all sorts of stuff. But we never did like cool, like just me and my dad are gonna go do something. And he took me and one of his friends, uh, and we all went snowmobiling. And I just we went out to a lake and some POS snowmobile that he probably found at a yard sale. Yep. Uh, and I just rode it around a lake for like three hours straight. That was really? a lot of fun. Yeah, nice. that was fun. I like that. That's a, I, yeah, heck yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a fun memory. I'm getting so I cannot find the guy's name. I I watch Tom Bowley a lot. He's new up and comer, but he's this other old guy used to fish like professional. He's like completely like dad. Where's the new balances? Has, like one of the linders or like, no, it's like, not a linder. Oh, I can't believe I can't forget his name. Larry Smith. No, God, Larry I got I can't even find him on. I don't like Larry Smith. Kind of annoying. Larry Smith. <laughs> Timbo, you got a fun outdoor memory as a kid? My whole childhood. Yeah? Pretty much. Yeah, we. I grew up in a neighborhood where we had a, a shit ton of kids that we just, everybody's outside all the time. Right. So summertime consumed, uh, you know, we were consumed with swimming, fishing, playing baseball, everything. Oh, you know? yeah. Uh, my only downside was uh, in our neighborhood. I, we we lived on a uh, small neighborhood with, a, but we were the only ones with a um, dairy farm. So okay, called in at night for to go do chores, shit like that. But yeah, I I spent my whole youth outside. Yep, that's that's all I did, and it wasn't always hunting and fishing or anything like no. that. It was just being outside doing stuff, biking up and down the street or whatever, like everything in between. Yeah, so. pretty much. So I really don't have a all time favorite memory of sure. anything just growing up as a kid yep in, in the 80s <laughs> yeah you know it's it's way different than Bo- it is now yeah before everything really really changed i'd say you yeah. know seemed oh, like yeah. that was probably one of the last decades before the big big shift of yeah i got a kid at home that's so content laying in her bed looking at her phone all oh yeah freaking day long oh yeah like how can you do that right and in the 90s you had that was the start of parents not wanting a kid to be out of sight of the house and you know all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so yep can yeah. you got a fun outdoor memory as a kid doesn't have to be like your greatest memory of all time just one that sticks out um was a fishing opener my dad had this old lumacraft boat and matt mitch and i all went out fishing and we just dominated crappies on lake sarah like just oh, nice. left and right i can't i think it was raining yeah we just because back then, I was always remembered as you don't catch any fish on opener. Sure. And yeah. we went to Lake Sarah, and all of a sudden, we just murdered Did it. Nice. The, the crappies. That's one big thing that kind of sticks out from okay. fishing when I was a kid. Nice. One word answers here. European mount or f- full head mount? Tim. If it said full head mount, that'd be three. Ah, three words, I, so. I was hoping you wouldn't catch me <laughs> on that one. So. Do we have to explain? If you want to, sure. I like the full head mount just for the fact you, you see that characteristic of the animal. Yep. But if the rack and stuff to me is not big enough, I'm going to European. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's got it's got to be one hell of a monster to throw that money and time into a regular malt. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Mac. It had to depend on the deer. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, Big enough deer. What I can't remember what I said. One forty. Yep. One forty up would be a shoulder. Anything Mm -hmm. under European. I know. uh, My wife Mariah, she likes the European malts because they don't take as much space. Sure. But I do like the shoulder mounts. And I've seen like some cool things that you can do they now made for like corner mounts. Right. Where you can put like this rod in the corner and then you can hang two deer like a lot closer so it doesn't take as much space. But I I do like shoulder I you know what? Shoulder mounts. I I do like shoulder mounts because like you said you can see the characteristics. Right. And if you can get the actual cape of the deer and it kind of makes you relive like the when hunt. you saw him, you're, you're, exactly. you're seeing him, yeah, yeah, you're not like just I, seeing yeah. just a rack, yeah. So yeah. I'd say I yep. do like shoulder mounts if it's a big enough deer. Scotty, I know you got a lot of heads on the wall, so which one do you like best? <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of head. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. Uh, European every time. I think yep. it's cooler. Yeah, totally understand the taste for both. Uh, I have a European mount of. Of an antelope that we shot last year and of a really cool little buck that I shot up north. And then I have an antelope that I shot a couple years back. That's my only full head mount. And without a doubt, looking at that antelope and seeing the eyes and the face and the fur, that brings me back to that hunt 10 times easier and quicker than the European mounts do. As cool as that European one is that I have because of the story with it. Um, Yeah, so I'd say full head mount. So. Scott, I think you're, I really didn't think you were going to say European. I thought maybe you were going to say Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Oh. Did you say wax job? Let, let me change my answer. <laughs> Can uh, I change my answer? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, let's let's uh, quickly describe something we did when we were younger uh, that we thought was cool. That's probably just really embarrassing. Hmm. So is that is this that whole masturbation thing? You're well, you don't have to do that. But, so th- this is kind of a funny one. Me, and whoever my thought it was cool, who's who's like mid jerk off, be like, yeah, right? I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my my brother Austin and I went to Walmart, and uh, actually we went with my mom. We couldn't even drive yet, and uh, for some reason we both had whatever eleven dollars. And there was these sweet pants there that they looked cool. For some reason, we thought they'd be super cool because they they buttoned off at the knees in case it was hot out. But they were white pants with like just two little skinny black stripes going down each leg. And I have no idea why we we bought these things because we put them on and we went out into the neighborhood and I'm just telling you right now, you could see our little wee-wees through these things. Like They were so thin and white, and they were tight on our legs, and I was fat anyways, So, and my brother was skinny. So maybe he looked cooler than I did, but we did not look cool. And uh, we ran around the neighborhood, and, well, check it out. We can unbutton them, and now we're wearing shorts. And I don't know, man. We thought it was freaking awesome, but you would never see me in those things now. So, Scott? Uh, did you, you know, ever I'd like, I'd like to say I didn't have anything, but I grew up in the eighties. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so there was a point where I went out and I took my allowance. I didn't tell my parents I was going to do this. 
and I bought the sweet Miami Vice style Don Johnson jacket with the, where I could roll up like it's a suit coat that you roll up the sleeves. Sweet. And I think I wore it like three weeks straight. <laughs> Like, like I slept in it. I wore it to school. I was, you know, like, oh, we can go play in the mud. I'm going to wear my Don Johnson Miami Vice jacket because I'm Crockett. And I wore it everywhere. And I also at one point got a fedora, you know, like the hat, like oh, the boy. gangster hat. Oh, yeah. There was a point, And so there's a picture somewhere around my house of me and my sweet ass Don Johnson jacket with the sleeves rolled up with a fedora with a pink button-up shirt and a skinny pink like mesh tie and i thought i was the coolest thing on the planet and i look back at that now and think what uh, you look stupid but it was the 80s i think i did look cool for the 80s so okay uh, no enough. regrets no fair regrets enough. no <laughs> <regrets>. <laughs> mac you ever dressed up cool but first of all the, the guy's name is John Thielen. Oh, interesting. The old fishing guy. Okay. He used to be pro. Okay. You and didn't old... hear an answer anybody else said for the last 20 minutes. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this. I've watched so many of his videos. It's not Northland. He's with Lindy. John Thielen, he has so many good, like, YouTube go-to, like, any fishing. Okay. He's super good. That's why. Okay. What he was... wasn't even looking up his name. He was looking up Bigfoot and Aliens. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So what was the question about childhood? So, I heard uh, I heard about your Miami Vice. Discuss something you did when you were younger that you thought was freaking super cool, but it actually, now that you look at it, you're like that was super lame or embarrassing. Well, I learned I couldn't swim. That's kind of I don't really have the only story I have is with Scott's wife, and I don't know what what are we talking? I'm so confused. uh, I don't really have one on that. I do have a traumatic story. That, okay, Ricky, uh, hold on. I'm so <laughs> Name something you did in war that you thought was cool, but it wasn't. Oh, well, I didn't know I how to swim. Have, I don't have Scott's wife. What? Are Why do you got to say so Scott's confused? wife? Why don't you just tell everybody that it's your aunt? Yeah, She's right? my aunt. She's my godmother. So, oh, like, well, I, I had something have, happen with my like, with I my godmother. A school, a school. I don't have like a cool story that I thought was cool. Okay. Um, besides okay. the fact I didn't, I knew I, I figured out I couldn't swim is because Scott's wife, Margaret, my godmother, took us to a water park when we were kids. Okay. And she tried to kill you too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, and different podcast. It's completely like before. side tangent, but this is the first thing that sticks out when you okay. tell me that like, sure. you asked me the question. Was we went to this water park. I don't remember where she was living at the time. Eau Claire. I don't even remember. And. I thought I was cool, and I went to the deep end. Oh. And I jumped off the diving board. Yep. And I, well, the minute I got up there, I was like, oh, fuck. So I jumped off, <laughs> I and, I, and I went towards, like, the the wall, and then I couldn't swim. So the lifeguard had to come and save me, and it was the weekend that, like, she took us all, like my mom and dad was like, oh, take the kids for the weekend. And then yep. all of a sudden she had to tell my parents that I almost drowned <laughs> and she wasn't watching me. She didn't even Do know, you know I was he fucking over swim? there. <laughs> but that's the only thing that sticks out. <laughs> like, I thought I was, was cool doing? and I uh, almost drowned. Oh, there you go. That's a fun little story. I'm glad you didn't drown. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there would never be a border outdoors. <laughs> there you go. 
I can do this one in one Let's word. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. The last question I had to elaborate. This one, one word. Mullet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please give us a picture. Please. I, I got to see that. You had a mullet too? Oh, yeah. Mine was sweet. What? You had to crank up the mullet You guys got to get a mu- mullet Monday next week. You, you got to post <laughs> mullet Monday pick. We have to. That's awesome. I had a sweet, sweet mullet. Mine never got that good. It fucking winged out. Looked dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the time, mullet. I knew it looked dumb. Oh, that's freaking awesome. I got to see these pictures, man. Never had a mullet. Mac, you ever grow one just for fun? Or- I did have one. Mitch cut it for me, and the minute he cut it, I was like, uh-uh. Because uh-uh. I literally just shaved the top of my head and left the back. Ooh. Like, it was bad. It was bad. What question are we even on? Uh, like, four? No, question 12. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Just You don't have to go crazy with it, but uh, what was your grandpa like? Tim? My grandpa was a, he was a badass old farmer. Was he? Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny because he put my dad in his place, but yet my grandpa looked like when I, from what I remember, my grandpa was a lot shorter than my dad. Sure. But I've seen some other pictures where my my grandpa was a big badass, and actually one of the stories I'm not going to get it get into all these stories, but one of the things my dad told me about my grandpa, which would have been his dad, was his family didn't get along. He had a bunch of brothers. They hated each other. I remember hearing stories about my grandpa walking into an old barn house or farmhouse party. Shit's going on. My grandpa's grabbing his brothers by the the ass in the back of the neck and throwing them through windows. What? I'm no like, way. what the? Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I had no idea any of this shit went on. But sure. He was a badass. Man, that's awesome. And that's one, one thing he did to us kids, we were in the uh, porch in his old house banging on the uh, piano. He'd come in there with his cane, and he would crack us over the frickin' head <laughs> and damn near knock thump, us thump, out thump. with that yeah. old frickin' wooden cane. Oh, my god! Yeah, he'd, he'd knock your ass out, <laughs> and he wouldn't think twice about it. <laughs> old school <laughs> he grandpa. Just, he wasn't that grandpa holding you on his lap, bouncing on his knee, nothing like that. No, yep. he'd kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Kenny, what's, what's your grandpa like? Mean Gene. Mean Gene. <laughs> he is... Uh, an interesting fellow. To say the least. Uh, Scott and Tim both know. There's only like, I'm going to, I've been sidetracked and all this during this podcast, but there's one saying that has caught my mind is, hey, baby. Like he, <laughs> he, used, he says that so much. The one quick, actually should say, the one quick story I have is we were coming back from Scott's house in Appleton and we're on the middle of the highway. And this chick is running down this path somewhere next to the highway. And he rolls down the window and just yells out, hey, baby. (laughs) And this chick stops and looks and just starts sprinting. Like away or two. Like away. Like what the? Like a creeper is on the loose. She's just sprinting. We're going like 70 miles an hour and she's damn near keeping up with us. Like she is just sprinting. And it was Cody Martin. It was when we brought like this old swing set over to their place. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He is an interesting guy. That's awesome. (laughs) Scott, what's your, what was one of your grandpas like? Did you ever know him? Uh, Yeah. You know, I had a bunch. Uh, My grandpa was a kind, soft-spoken man who 
put everyone else's needs above his own. What's his name, Scott? Everyone in the room feel good. So, oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, my grandpa was great. Yeah, uh, he he. Every time I'd come there, he'd have some fun thing. Uh, at one point, he gave me his wings. He was Army Air Force stationed in Hawaii at the time of Pearl Harbor, actually. Oh wow! And uh, that's and, awesome. But I'd go there, and he'd give me a butterfly collar disco shirt. I'd go there. He'd spray painted some old man shoes orange so that I could walk around with these big goofy shoes. He always had a cup of coffee. Just a sweet, amazing man that, like, literally, literally would do anything for you. Just a great guy. Great That's memories great. of sneaking up in the morning and running down to the coffee shop to meet him and his his buddies. And I don't even know what his buddy's real name is. They called him Swede because he was from Sweden. He was a Swede, <laughs> and so that was his name. Hey, Swede. And it, I was an adult before I realized, but just, just an amazing man. Just such a good guy. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. There's not too many people I meet that didn't like their grandparents or grandpa. Mm -hmm. But every now and then you hear a story of like, oh no, he was, he was a crotchety, terrible old man. Nobody like, nobody came to his funeral. Like you know, every now and then you, you hear that story. And I, I just couldn't even imagine because my grand, grandpa was great. So he was an old carpenter, um, hardworking guy, liked to hunt. Um, shot a moose in Minnesota back in the day. Um, yeah, he's just all around good, hardworking guy. So loved practical jokes. He loved, <laughs> he, in fact, uh, real quick side story. He's the one that taught me, Oh, look at, and he had like a, um, like a, uh, beef jerky container. And, uh, he's like, Oh, look at this. And he takes the, like the chewable beef jerky. Right. And he takes the lid off and he's got his finger poked through a hole in the bottom <laughs> with a bunch of ketchup on it. Like, I found this finger the other day. You know, like, I was like, oh, frick. So, like, when I got home, I was like, oh, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen, Grandpa, right? So, then he showed me the trick. And when I got home, I had one of them chewable beef jerky containers. And so, I took my mom's box cutter from Walmart to try to make it. And I slipped and I sliced my wrist oh, wide open. Oh, and I'm getting oh. 17 slits, sli uh, uh, stitches done right in the middle of my wrist. Oh. So... Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty mind. I thought for sure you're gonna say my grandpa liked to play tricks and say, "Hey, look at guys! I stepped in this gum. <laughs> I sat in this gum." <laughs> the old dick in the popcorn <laughs> trick. Grandpa, for that. Not, not that kind of tricks. <laughs> you know, Seth. It's interesting because you're like everyone has good stories about their grandpa, but I had one grandpa that I literally met once. I was maybe a teenager. It was in Milwaukee. It was in this weird dark house and there was like this lady there and we were there and it was awkward and I left and I remember years later after he died, uh, my dad went and got him in Milwaukee in literally like a pine box and they threw him in the back of a pickup truck and brought him back over to uh, the northwest side of Wisconsin for a funeral that nobody went to. And so wow. you say everybody, you know, I, like I, like most of my grandparents were fabulous. And this might have been a great guy. And my understanding is he was in going back through the history, also a World War Two veteran, also whatever. At some point, something happened. I to this day don't know what it is. I don't care to ask. But certainly in my lifetime, whatever it was, I didn't know him. So. You know, everyone talks about the good ones. Yep. You know, yeah. we all got more than one. Absolutely. You, you focus on the good ones. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's yeah, it's fascinating. Different ends of the spectrum, just like that. So hopefully someday we're all the good kind of grandpa. Fingers crossed. 
Yep. Yeah, I'll be the Johnny Knoxville. I'll try to do two more quick ones, and I better go because my wife's texting me to come home because my kids are freaking out, apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like midnight here right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Quick sip um, of brandy. They'll be to, back to Yeah, a little sip. Little, what did Joe say? A little nip of brandy. <laughs> a little nip of brandy. Uh, okay, quick question. little test for you guys. What was your first song at your wedding? For your first dance. Mine's easy. We didn't have a actual wedding. Oh, you did not. Huh? I got married in the um, entryway or the lobby of the courthouse. Oh, what music was playing in the elevator? <laughs> <laughs> I think it went something like. <laughs> oh, he remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Mac. Uh, it was "Born to Love You" by Ray Lamontagne. Ray LaMontagne. I was going to laugh if you had to look it up like that fishing guy. <laughs> no. No. I remember that one. That's nice. Scott? Uh, Stephen Bishop was um, the artist. It was like, I don't know. It was like the theme from the movie Tootsie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought for sure you are going to say Keith Urban. <laughs> or well, smack my wife and I'll give you twenty dollars. <laughs> no, it was it was a nice song. It was like uh it might be you or something like that is the name of the song. I don't know, it's by Stephen Bishop. Okay. That was our that was our wedding song. It personally it, I, I my wife picked it and uh it was she picked it because it was a song that I knew, but Sure. I mean ultimately I think I don't know. I hope she doesn't listen. I think we could have done better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Ours was uh, Fly By Night by Gary Allen. So it's not like one of his big hits or anything, but we liked it. So nice. There you go. Um, Last question. Ooh. Uh, we got two left. We'll go through them real quick. Okay, okay. This one's real quick. Chocolate chip or oatmeal cookie? I'll go first. Chocolate chip. Yes. Yes? yes. Chocolate chip. Yeah, totally. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Scott, you're supposed to be the granola guy. You're not going to go with oatmeal? <laughs> so. Well, I, I said yes because I said chocolate chip oatmeal. Oh, no. And I'm saying chocolate chip or oatmeal cookie. And I'm saying yes. <laughs> hey, if I, I could have him. Pamela Anderson and Britney Spears, you could have oatmeal. Yeah, at least I can have chocolate chips. chip and oatmeal. Fair enough. Okay. As long as your oatmeal cookies don't have raisins. <laughs> and uh, last one. Okay. Uh, anybody got a bad experience on a family vacation or a favorite vacation? I don't even want to get into that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you go to a different question? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> no, bad, no bad experiences on a family vacation? Like, no. Okay. I, I honestly have never had a bad experience on a family vacation. Oh, like, frick, man. Like, they've all been a lot of fun. Sure. Homeless guy has to slap my wife. I don't necessarily mean the whole trip went bad. It's kind of just like, oh, yeah, on a family vacation, this happened once. Like, you know. No. Hmm, Interesting. Okay. We went on a family vacation, went to uh, Alaska, rented an RV, took 22 days, drove up to Alaska, came down through Idaho, out west, Banff, Jasper, Glacier, all that stuff. Um, So we get up to Dawson City in the Yukon. And it's it's an old school town, right? And we're in this wide open RV campsite. 
and there's like this community bathroom where you go in to shower. So you kind of walk in and, um, and there's like these wooden stalls to your right and you open like, like two wooden barn doors to go in. You latch this little latch. Then there's a, a stool there and then like a little curtain where you get in the shower. Right. And, um, out in that little hallway there by him, there's like a little bench where you can sit and wait. So we're just walking up there and, and it was kind of odd. This, this little Mexican kid kind of comes and walks up next to us and he's saying sound. We don't understand him. You know, I'm, I was, Hola. Uh, yeah, I was, I think I was 15, 14, <laughs> 15. And, uh, Oh, sorry, dude, don't understand. He walks on and we keep walking and we get for the bathrooms and there's this Mexican family kind of looking a little concerned walking around. Um, okay, whatever. So go in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm first. So my brother sits on this bench. <laughs> I go into these little barns, swinging wood doors, turn around. I, I think I got my shirt off. I'm a little chunky. Okay. And uh, <laughs> got my shirt off. Still got my pants on. And like, and all of a sudden I just hear all this commotion running in. Like all this, some, <laughs> some big deep voice guys yelling in Spanish. And I can see there's this crack like between the barn doors. It's not very like private, you know? And I can see through the crack and I just see my brother looking to his right. And then all of a sudden I see him kind of lean back and I just hear this angry Mexican guy running through. And all of a sudden I see these giant Mexican hands start shaking my doors. What? I'm like, what? I'm like, I, 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 I speak English. I speak English. And then like, that's all I can think. All I can think of to say was, I speak English. I speak English. And then all of a sudden I see him stick his fingers in there and flick the lock up to unlock the door. And I'm like, Occupied, occupied. Like, I was trying to think of any word to make him know I was in there. Yeah. <laughs> occupied, occupied. And he comes in and he pushes me and like slams me against the wall. And he's yelling all this stuff and he pulls the curtains back, doesn't see anybody, and just runs out of there. I'm like, what the frick? My brother, in the meantime, is like, like, got his leg up, like terrified, looking at me, like, <laughs> as, as this guy's about to kill me. And then the freaking guy just leaves, like runs out the door, and my brother starts laughing at me. Like, you were so scared, you big chicken. Like, we were both freaking scared. I thought he was going to kill me. And so, whatever. Come well, to find out, his kid was missing, so he's looking for his kid. Oh. I don't know why he came in. There was like four other stalls. I'm the only one he ran into. Were your pants <laughs> on your ankle? <laughs> Dude, I don't remember if my pants were even on for sure. I know my shirt was off. But, like, my little flapjacks were terrified. So, <laughs> this guy was giant. This guy was giant, man. So, yeah. That's, that was the craziest freaking thing of all time. And like, you know, my dad, I don't talk about him too much, but like we got back to the camp, like camp and we started telling my mom's like, what, what, Dan, did you hear? And then we tell him and he just laughed his butt off. He just made <laughs> so funny, so funny. Occupied. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> He's Mexican. You got to say occupied. I know, right? Shame on me. Okay. All right. Wow. So I do have one. It didn't happen Seriously, to me. You're going to follow that? No, yeah, you can follow that. I can't follow that, but I do remember we went on this family vacation up in somewhere Minnesota. I can't remember that, like Turtle Lake or something. And we got this big cabin, and I'm sure Scott and Tim, you've heard it from my dad a million times. But like the the one thing that happened is the whole family, like my dad's family, was playing catchphrase, and they pushed this table up against the window. Well, there was a candle on the table. And they're playing catchphrase and all this, whatever. And then we're sitting out by the bonfire. <laughs> and the wind started blowing a little bit. And the next thing you know, we hear the smoke detectors go off. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, my mom had a candle on the window or on the table, and the curtain blew over, and all of a sudden, we just see flames shooting out the side of the window. (laughs) The curtain started on fire in this brand new cabin. And then there's fire going up the wall, and my dad runs up there, Mr. Firefighter, and he puts it out, and (laughs) that was like the worst, like... The only bad thing that's, that's happened on a family vacation. That's crazy. And that's they didn't funny. even make us pay for it. Oh, that's nice. And that was like on day two, and we're there for like a week. Nice. And there's like, oh, don't worry about it. Have a good vacation. <laughs> Enjoy your stay. It's like, oh, brand new cabin. All naughty pines all burnt up. Right? Like, oh, get, get, a, get a rustic Dude, look, I guess. could have been so yeah, get bad. a rustic look for free. Right? But yeah, I'm. that was like the one thing we gave my mom shit for years. About that. Oh, now I remember man. that. Now I gotta give her shit again. Like, don't put a candle by the window. So she's the reason we bring candles to the fish houses when we go up north. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Timbo, anything come to mind? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like there's something there you can't talk about. Did it happen on the Red Lake trip or something? Or no. <laughs> How about you, Scott? Uh, nope. My, my vacations have all been perfect. God dang it, man. You guys. No big giant Mexican shit in my dreams. Uh, yeah. It was a shower. There's well, no you bathroom You already there. told yours it was with your wife. and you. Well, that <laughs> was the last podcast. Yeah, but yeah. still, that was a vacation oh, yeah, was where classic. your wife yelled at you for four uh, blocks. And yeah, then, yeah. You great. said you could slap but her But that for wasn't free. even bad. That, that I mean, you know, even when bad shit happens, you get a good story out of it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like when we were in, Georgia, well, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Uh, years ago, we we took a trip down there too, and we wound up in a traffic jam. This is after some assholes over there trying to burn down a bunch of bridges. If you guys remember that a few years ago, I don't. He was burned down bridges and shit, and they, you couldn't. The freeway system was all fucked up down there. And this wasn't a bad family trip. This is actually kind of a funny one where we're in a traffic jam in Atlanta, Georgia, in rush hour, and we've seen so much weird shit outside our windows. The kids are just amazed. <laughs> There was a family of like four in a car. They must have been going to some kind of a maybe a family get together. And I want to say they had a huge bowl. And I'm I'm saying huge bowl, like an 18, 24 inch wide bowl of tuna salad. <laughs> what? And I think they just gave up on this fucking party because they're just passing around this bowl of tuna salad. You see one guy in the back back seat, he's sitting there, he takes about three, four big spoonfuls, passes the next person. And this thing kept going around and around and around. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was like a couple of miles up, there's a Chevy S10 sitting in traffic and there's two people in the front seat and there's some poor bastard in a ba- the box of the truck under a blanket trying to sleep while they're going through a rush oh hour traffic. <laughs> oh my gosh. We all, like if we were all put in a traffic jam and you knew you weren't getting to a potluck, we all would have did the same oh, thing. For sure. oh, Dish yeah. out that fucking yes. tuna salad. Let's eat that shit Because we, we don't know their stories, so that's the only thing we can come up with. Is we're like, yeah, they're on their way to some freaking family gathering with this bowl of tuna salads. Got to stay cold. And they're like, fuck it. This thing's getting hot. We got to start eating it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Well, God dang it. We better wrap this one up. Yep. But hopefully that was fun to, uh, to go through some questions, hear some stories, and just make sure if you're ever on your way to a uh, family event, have enough tuna salad for everybody, I guess. I'll put it in a cooler. So, <laughs> enough ice. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. For now, with Border Outdoors, I'm Seth. I am Tim. I'm Mac. I'm Scott. We'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Follow us on Instagram and be sure to join, follow, and share the Border Outdoors Facebook community page. Also, leave us a five-star rating and review on Spotify, Apple, or whatever podcast hosting site you listen to. Tune in next week, see what we're talking about, and make sure to get out there and make your own memories. Mm -hmm.